I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is that good for you, Kegs? Kegs? Yeah, Kegs. Yeah, I call call it Kegs because it's a beer keg. (laughs) Kegs. Because me and Kegs are a lot of headstands. Pints. What do you mean pints? What are you talking about? Pints, Kegs. Why do you sound like Danny Dyer when you're doing that? I didn't get it. No, no, I, I was doing an impression of you down at the pub last night. Well, where were you? I wasn't even in the pub. I was in, a, I was in Hyde Park. Oh, yeah. Well, that, you can't talk about that. So well, if I go to the bar and order a drink, how do I say it? What, yeah, can I, what, what kind of drink are you ordering? A vodka soda. <laughs> what, can I have a vodka soda? Why do I sound like that? Jamie's never sounded I, like that. I've never sounded like no, that. No, you don't sound I? like that. No, you're more like, oh, oh, hi, can, I have a, <laughs> can I have a vodka soda, please? Why am I like nervous as well? Yeah, 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 you, ner- you do sound a little bit can like. A, oh yes, can I, sorry, no, can I have I a vodka soda, please? <laughs> Why are you hunched up as well? That's how you do it. You put your hat. Can I have a vodka soda, please? No, I, 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 I go to the bar and I go, hey, what's up? I go, hey, what's, hey, what's up, up, homie? Can I have a vodka hey, what's soda, up, homie? I go, hey, man, what's up? And then you it's put, more like proud you roll up. your sleeve up. You're like, right, can, I, can I have a vodka soda, please? Visually, podcasts aren't visual, so they can't see what you're doing right now. Well, they know what I'm doing. Anal? What? Anal know what they're doing. What? Why are you? Why are you always thinking about anal? I'm never thinking about anal. Uh, hello, everyone. Always thinking about. Anal. No, I think about anal twice a day. That's it. Once That's in the morning. Such a lie. I do. Once in the I'd morning. Say like twice a minute. No, not twice. Maybe. I'm saying, That's actually one thing. If anyone said, "What do you think?" Like, what does Jamie think about all the time? I'd probably say that anal. <laughs> I don't think about it yeah. that much. I think about it a little. It, it's just an interesting thing that people just don't explore that much. Anal and kidnapping. <laughs> anal. That's what? how you convince them anyway. And kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> Which way around? Kidnapping and then anal. <laughs> well, you, you're the boss. I don't know. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives. Now, listen, this is very important because... We've got a special guest. We have the most special guest, actually. This actually, is our biggest guest we've ever had. Biggest guest we've ever had. Also, someone who's very special to me, and I'm sure to you, Francis, as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Miss <laughs> Kagi Dunlop. <laughs> Dude, Kags, firstly, can I tell you that when we uh, announced that we were having you on uh, our podcast, our Instagram pretty much blew up. No. I'm not even kidding You've done that thing where, you know, like absence breeds intrigue and respect because you've just disappeared. Like what? You know, and so now everyone's like, shit, I want to hear what she's up to. That's actually, that's actually, hey, this is the place. This is basically like Desert Island Discs. We just. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we ask you about. My two goals in life. We ask about anal and. Speaking of Desert Island Discs. I'd quite like to hear your new song. We'll get to that. Uh, you will just get straight in there? <laughs> <laughs> so if you were the host of Des on it, it'd be tossed. <laughs> no, no. I, I just, I'm just saying, I'm just putting that out there so we can listen to it at some point during this podcast. Yeah, we're going to, man. Hey, Because I, I, you've heard it, but I haven't heard it. I reckon, like, you, this is... I haven't really spoken... Oh, I'm going to speak about it. This is what I was talking about the other day. You know when... When we were younger, especially, you know, and you being a girl, right? And, and we can talk about this because I know you're A woman, so, actually. Uh, oh, woman. She's a woman. But back in the day when you used to hook up with a girl, wh- why? Why would... Why? What? 
How do you know she did that? No, no. When I no, I'm saying when I used oh. to hook up with girls, and why when you used to hook up with girls, <laughs> and and you would and you would hook up with them, why you know you just kiss them, you would try and do more, obviously, as a guy. Why would they be then be called? Oh, they're frigid. Like, why would that be like such a terrible? Did you, thing? Is that what you said? No. Do you remember that back? Well, in the if day? if a girl wouldn't do what you wanted, sex. Her. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they normal. wouldn't have sex. You would call them frigid. Do you remember that? I'm so confused as how how we got here. Yeah. I don't Where know. Did that no, come no. From? no, but this is this is this is this is Jamie's. This <laughs> is just like a stream of consciousness. No, of this Jamie is Jamie's style. Like, Sometimes he'll actually change topic in the middle of a sentence. That's exactly what he did. Like saying. multiple times, <laughs> and you're you're like, wait, what? How did I? Yeah. Yeah, but it's he true. He never actually says anything, but he'll say a stream of like three or four different things stuck together. But along what you just said, I was actually at a wedding recently, and I said. Do people expect people... Do people still call women frigid in that same way that they used to? No, not at all. It's like... It's, it's completely You do. No, you, told, you, you told me um, thinking he was frigid the other day. Who? I can't remember who... What, what was it? What was well, my girlfriend. No, not, not your girlfriend. <laughs> I yeah. hope it was your girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Who am I <laughs> saying is frigid? What are you talking about? You're just lying. Right, yeah. He's getting the person he kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Francis says these things, okay? We, again, I'm going to say the same story. We went on the, a radio show the other day and we're talking about the podcast and things like that and she and he mentioned I was talking about how this whole thing started that I wrote a diary when I was travelling in South America hold on we're just being uh, just oh being, just getting past Corona yeah we are just oh wait it's not, it's not Corona this is it a, is a corona. a corona yeah but I mean Francis it's your business now you should know no, no, yeah. that's not a Corona uh, but we're talking Maybe. about we may well be we're talking about this uh, this podcast so we're talking about the podcast and how we were writing a diary and this is how the whole thing started and I said well you know I, I was travelling around America uh, South America and all these kind of things and you know and we couldn't really use some of the content because it was just a bit I like, just didn't really work out and Francis on live radio went well, you know, it was in South America, so take that what you will. And I went, what are you trying to say, Francis? Basically I didn't claiming- say it like that. I said, I don't need to spell it out for you. Yeah, That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're basically claiming that I had gone but round. Funnier. You basically, funnier. You basically claim that I'd gone round South America and just been taking cocaine. Which That's- you didn't, of course. <laughs> Literally, what you were claiming, <laughs> but obviously you didn't do that. So there's no. No, I know no, I didn't. There's do no problem. That. Yeah, I, there's a You still can't. Things you sometimes say could have. But I think you just suggest stuff, and then you sort of. Yeah, you walk you squirm, you squirm around, and then make yourself look guilty. Look. It's like when I it's like when I asked you why you wouldn't adopt a, a kid, and you said, "Oh no, I want to have my own kids if I'm lucky enough to have and, my own kids." And then yeah. and then obviously I infer that that's because you don't like orphans. <laughs> but I do like orphans. <laughs> well, who knows. I just not like I don't like well, why what, what's, what are you so against adopting for then I'm not I just would like if I could have kids by myself preferably over orphans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look you're being now rude cags we're going to start from the beginning with you right okay okay so uh, me and you've known each other for what I would say God, 15 years we met when 14 we, years we met when we were 15 at where did we meet I I met you. I, t- I, t- I tell you that actually, you know, the f- I met you once before. You won't remember it because that's quite creepy. Um, yeah, no, we met what? once before. We met in Cornwall. Oh, was this a kidnapping? <laughs> it was. It was attempted, <laughs> but you won't remember it because I. Bur- I felt too bad because the balaclava. Before. You won't remember it though. I was like, that sounds alarming. <laughs> but the because um, you were asleep. No, honestly, it was. It was actually no. But the first time we actually, I suppose, connected. Right, is that we went Whoa, to a party it- together. Went to a I part. do. I know where you're going with this, but I do remember us meeting in Cornwall. Yeah, we met in Cornwall. We were yeah, there yeah. For a week. Yeah, yeah. We met in Cornwall, but the, the first time we actually connected. Oh. Uh-huh. You're going to tell the train story. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced <laughs> in my entire life. 
I'm not even kidding you, man. It was freaking insane. This on, is you, you talk about how like Jack and Danny, right? There's like soulmates. Oh, the meeting. meeting of two if you'd watch this, you'd be like, holy shit, it's like a movie. It was like a film. Okay, so I'm gonna set the scene. But basically, we're at uh, Jack. Said his name again. Can't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at our friend's country house, he's a good guy, and he was at school with me a year above. And Cags was, you know, friends with a lot of people in the year above. And I think you you were dating someone at that point. You were dating someone or I seeing just, someone. I think I just had my heart broken for the first time. Oh. And then I met Jamie. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to this party, okay, Francis, and um, we were like. I, well, I was. I thought I was flirting with you all night. We had gone to the swimming pool. We were like flirting, and you're like, wherever the guy was, was like getting a bit annoyed and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, long story short, wake up the next day, and Cags and I go to the train station together, and we get to the train station, and we've been flirting the entire time, and we've been going back and forth this whole kind of thing, like flirty, 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 and I was like super keen. And anyway, she, we get to the platform. It's one of the train stations that have two platforms and a bridge going in between, right? So the only way to get to the other platform is via the bridge. Cags on one side. I'm on the other side, standing here looking at each other, and we're having this conversation, and we're talking back and forward. And I said to you, I said, "What did I shout to you?" I said something like, "Can I have your number?" I went, "Can I have your number?" Like that. And I, and she and I said, "Can I take you on a date and have your number?" And Kag said yes, and gave me her number. And as she finished her number, the train went past that, and she got on the train and went. And it was honestly one of the most romantic things I've ever seen. <laughs> Sounds it fucking was, lame. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good as it was, it but was it was amazing. really amazing. But then what happened but then, after no, that? No, no, then the plot thickens. So then I was like... Then she broke my heart. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is not how it goes. So then I met Jamie at this party and I was like, he's a really nice guy. Like, you know, I think maybe there's something there. And we kept speaking and we, we did go on a few dates. I think I actually went to meet your dad in the countryside. Yeah, yeah, this is beautiful story. So anyway... Then one day at art class, I was sat there and Jamie had said, can we keep this quiet for now? Because my ex-girlfriend's like still kind of in love with me and she'll be really upset. And I was like, yeah, of course, I can respect that. And then this guy in art class started laughing at me. I was like, why are you laughing at me? And he was like, do you know Jamie Lane? I was like, yeah. And he was like, he's telling everyone that you're his sister. I was like, um, what, what do you mean? Anyway, it turns out, transpires that Jamie had a girlfriend the entire time. It was very much. Yeah, yeah, that's very much true. together. Layers. And was yeah, also going up? out with me. Yeah, we were sort of going out with each other. It was actually, it was honestly, so I'm stuck in a sort of situation where I had, I had a girlfriend who was great, but then I met Cags, right? And I was like, oh my God, I was like, this Two girl. is better than one. No, <laughs> 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 no but I was like, I was like, oh. Yeah, my, pretty much. Yeah. Was it wasn't that, it wasn't that. It was where I met you and I was well, like. I, why are you trying to explain this away? Like, it's, no, it's true. This is what happened. And I, I met Cags. I was like, oh my God, this girl's great. I was like, but. How do I? <laughs> I was like, how do I possibly, you know, uh, break up this one person and go out this other person? So I thought the best way to do it was to kind of date both, two, of, them. both of them at once. I thought this would this would work. Of course, it would work. They're not going to talk to each other. It'd be absolutely fine. And what happened with the sister thing is that Cags, yeah. So my my girlfriend <laughs> it sounds so awful actually, like speaking it. <laughs> my girlfriend came to watch, came to see me anyway. I dropped her at the station in Oxford and met up with Cags straight afterwards. And Cags and I were. I didn't even know that that's ha- what happened. This is what happened. Do you not remember this? And she saw us together. She saw us together in the train station. And you went to get the tickets, and I walked up to her and said, "I said, who's that?" And I went, "Oh, don't. It's just my sister." <laughs> 
just say no. Are you not going to introduce us? <laughs> and I went, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Did you not think Sorry. that might come back she's to bite you in the arse? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, she's a mute. Don't worry. You can sign her. You don't know sign. Oh, Shane, just get the train. It was actually very bad. But then, you know, quick I mean... Quick thinking, Jamie. Yeah, quick thinking, right? Um, but then, so what happened? Then we went to Leeds University together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We went to Leeds University. We did Leeds together and all that. And then I suppose where it starts is obviously, I think what everyone probably knows you initially... Who'd like it? Okay. Me. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 so I did. I, it, was, it was an accident. I accidentally kicked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. This is a freak. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but what everyone knows you initially for is obviously Made in Chelsea. And I think that probably people don't really know is why did you make the decision to do it? Actually, you as well, Francis, both of you. Why did you both make the decision to do it in the first place? Oh, isn't that a loaded question? Um, well, probably for different reasons to why you decided to do it. Why did you decide to do it? Well, well, so I mean, you I made it because I wanted to be famous, yeah, which well, is true. That's true. <laughs> because it was already <laughs> was like, a big yeah. show by the time you joined. Because I wanted to get laid. Yeah. And <laughs> you were like, hey, guy, look, you were watching everyone be like, shit, they're really getting a lot, a lot of action. <laughs> was that the thought? I want, I want, I've only, yeah. I've only had, ever had two girlfriends at one time. <laughs> I want, I want to try and push the limits of this arrangement. No, I, I, I remember doing it. Like, I, I remember um, doing the pilot and then they said, okay, well, you have, uh, uh, you don't have, have to do it but but um you know i went away to the states for christmas uh, and uh, came back and they're like right well it's been commissioned for e4 prime time and so i remember thinking and this is what this is the ring and, that, <laughs> and then i was i remember thinking okay well this is either going to be a huge flop and like no one's going to remember it and it'll be like one of those embarrassing things that i did when i was younger or it'll be a huge success and particularly i thought it would be like big in america and i think we even spoke about or uh, being big in America. No, I thought, I thought, I thought that the show because I, I thought English people don't really like posh people that much, uh, and Americans actually love them. And it was like the same time as the royal yeah. wedding and the and all of that. So I kind of thought, oh well, if it, it, even if it's a flop in England, it might be a, it might be a success, like like the Hills had done in yeah. in the reverse here. Um, but then, uh, so I was just like, okay, well, I might as well just do it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And uh, and that was it. And here you are doing a podcast, right? And guys, what was your idea behind it? You were just like I- intrigued, almost. Well, at the beginning, I remember because Spencer and Hugo have been trying. They've been to trying make to make this make happen one, yeah. for years mm-hmm. before it actually did. So I didn't think it would ever amount to anything. And then it was when Millie got involved, and she was like, "But it wasn't. That wasn't the same." It was a completely different thing that they did. They did. They did something. They tried but to do in, something called the smoke, right? Yeah, but as in my, I thought that it would never, nothing yeah. would ever come of it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then when Millie was like, "I'm going to do it," I was like, "Well, to be honest, I'm not really. I wasn't doing anything very interesting at the time. It was like babysitting. So I was like, I'll give it. It was when also I just decided that I liked singing, but as in, mm. I just decided it was something I quite liked. I re- doing. Just quickly on my one of my talent, I remember that moment. You went to acting school in New York, mm. and they asked you to sing, didn't oh, they? Yeah, God, I couldn't. Yeah, but t- something happened where they asked you to sing and you suddenly realised that you could sing and that... No, I mean, for the whole time at school, I wasn't able to ever get up and perform. I was too scared. That's, like, it's always been my biggest fear. 
And then it was actually that I had recorded myself on my laptop and my dad opened it at Christmas time and it just started playing. And he was like, is that you? And that's how it kind of started. They were like, you should, you know, no. explore this. Yeah. But then the first time I ever, ever, ever sung in front of people was on Made in Chelsea. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I remember Were you it. dropping the ocean? No, no, no. no, no. It, was, it was at the garden party, it right? Was, no, it was at the Troubadour. The oh, yeah, episode. shit. Yeah. And I gave yeah. you a rose. Yeah. And then I got boyed off. <laughs> <laughs> they did make me leave it on the table. Yeah. Um, oh well, they made her. So, but it's all real. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what she would have done? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so hang on. So, so that's the first time you'd ever sung in front of anyone. But then, why did you? What gave you the confidence to kind of go and do it there? Then I think it was because when I spoke to the producers of the show, they were like, you know, you can. It'll be great. Yeah. You're gonna be famous. But, yeah, but little did I know that actually, when they probably when they said. You know, she's going to sing on the first episode. They're probably like, it's going to be terrible and she'll mess up and everything. Because that would have made great TV. Better TV, sure. Yeah. So I just thought, wow, these people are really like supporting me and whatever. And because they organized the whole gig, all I had to do was kind of turn up. Mm. So. But how much were you, you weren't like shitting yourself, right? I was terrified. Yeah. Because also it's like, and that's not only just putting yourself out to like a group of people, that's putting yourself out to the whole country. But I don't think I really comprehend, um, comprehended at the time how mm. many people were going to be seeing it. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I don't know, for me it was just getting over that. But I remember at that time when, when we were filming the first season, we had no idea like how big it was going to be. We had no idea like actually whether people would even watch it. I remember. I know. And it was so it was completely unknown in, in, in the sense that. What what the what the outcome and repercussions and sort of fallout from doing it would be? <laughs> but it, yeah, <laughs> it sounds yeah. so dark. But that's the thing. Also, I think what? we well, we thought what what the, they're just like the the repercussions of doing it because yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously there were a lot of yeah, repercussions sure. of doing it, and we thought I think both me and Francis kind of were in a similar boat in the sense that we thought it would and either Jamie. go under the under yeah, the yeah. radar or or be really good but in a way it was kind of both yeah yeah well it, well, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't both it was really good but also it's like celebrated for like no you know I didn't think about no, that one Kags, yeah. I know what you mean in that we sense. didn't realize we'd be the butt of the joke <laughs> <laughs> literally I was like oh so it's successful but we're still hating yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but then also I suppose like the biggest thing about it so you, you went on the show you did it you were the main person it was you know it was the Kagi show that's what it, that's what it was I'm Kagi and, and this is my work oh god there's anyway, so many take arguments take me to Chelsea that was it? take me to so Chelsea and they'd written that out and I was like I'm not saying that that's ridiculous I'd never say that and they were like well you have to otherwise we're getting the head not that it's scripted or anything down <laughs> and whatever so I was yeah. like yeah because it almost like it create you're almost like a parody of yourself yeah well that, that uh, I guess that's the thing and none of us really realised at certain points they were deliberately doing that to like make mm. us a parody of us but either you're in the first but, they were, but, they, but that was the because they were trying to make a TV show yeah. that had never been made right so yeah. they were doing so they, were, they were finding their feet as much as a lot yeah. of the people on it now as, yeah. as, and I, I think, think as the show evolved and you know the frame of work of it became for me a little bit more negative and manipulated i was like i don't want to do this yeah yeah but do you understand how like massive this is this is the the biggest point right is that you were the main person on the show you were the most loved you were the, the sort of the, the, the queen of it the star the you star. were the star of the show and you it's did how many true. did you do three four series i i left on the third so you left on the third so you three series in when it still hasn't hit its peak it's still on the rise and you suddenly go, you know what? I don't want this. Firstly, that takes big balls. And secondly, why? What was the decision? Why do you go and do it? 
Why did I leave? Why did you leave? Yeah. It was tough. This is something that's incomprehensible to Jamie, who's yeah. never, who's <laughs> never what, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, you would leave? Sorry, ex- yeah. explain this to me. You left season three. Yeah. I'm season what, 148? And then, oh, I'm still a cruiser. <laughs> season two till you die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, here I go. I, I will bury myself with the show. <laughs> yeah. You'll go down I'm, with the sinking yeah, ship. Yeah, of course, I'm the captain. I'm going to go down with it. There we go. <laughs> Wait, so you, because you did, you, it was at the peak, it wasn't even at the peak, it was on the rise, and you were like, actually just, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, I just didn't want that to be the thing that defined me, really. I mean, in many ways it still is, unfortunately, but hopefully it won't be for long. But I just didn't feel like that's what I wanted to be doing. Mm. It didn't feel very good. But do you know how like it, it insanely like, like strong that is to make that decision, especially what, you would have been 23, 22, yeah. and... You know, to go, you know, you, you're out of university, you kind of got this job, which is a pretty good little gig going on, got all these things going on, and suddenly you go, you know what, this isn't what I want to do. This Because most people just stick around and go and do it. And what is so funny is that, I heard this quote the other day, which is so true, is that ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Mm-hmm. And and that, it was just easy. You could have gone easy, and, it, it was, was easy. easy yeah. It was easy gig. It was an easy gig. But and you went against that. it was kind of written out for me. I mean, I could see how things would go, and they were going to go well, in terms of like success or like financial or whatever things like that but it just didn't feel right truthful or yeah. right yeah it didn't really connect with who i am well that's why i left and went to west africa for four years three or four years you did that that's why you went yeah well i mean it was partly because i was just kind of like i needed to need a break and also because the, the business down there was kind of taking up more and more of my energy and concentration what the hell have i been doing why am i so i mean i'm just still cruising but, but also <laughs> it's different because you saw it and you're like i want to be involved yeah in you, 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 you made a decision like the guinea pig you made yeah. you, you made a decision like okay actually i want this to be my career no but i did see this is so different i didn't i know i didn't make that decision sorry he's getting defensive <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no i don't no i <laughs> just distracting. No, no, it. Like, but like the, the thing is, like, I think when we did the first season, we didn't know what was going to happen. We we kind of did it at, thinking somewhat that it was going to be like one season, something we did when we were, young, or at least uh, for me, I didn't, th- I didn't really, never in a million years did I think it was going to go on for fifteen seasons or whatever it is now. It's crazy. It's it's nuts. And like, and and so I kind of thought. I didn't. I hadn't planned on doing it for longer than uh, you know a year or two. Like I wasn't. It wasn't in my um, you know my long term strategy certainly to be on a reality TV show. It was not something I'd, I'd imagined. But then, no it was man, no, well, yeah, it was <laughs> Ooh, definitely. Hey, it's been a roller coaster. Hey, it's gone like gone in the flash. It has. No, listen. The, can I set the story straight? I did not. You make, joined it. No, I. I when it was uh, you know. I joined it. I joined it for lots of different reasons. But I joined it because. Ladies. But also, I didn't jump at the opportunity. <laughs> the girls no i didn't i joined it because i wanted to do television that's why i joined it oh uh, yeah but, but i was going back and forward with this whole thing i was offered a job i was offered a job and i turned down the jo- job i was i was <laughs> a proper job job you saying made in chelsea's not a proper job <laughs> well i don't know man it's your first proper job isn't no, it? no no no. i've had i've had a couple of jobs i've had a couple. what is what was your first ever job it was working um in a pub, that's what I was I, my, doing. So was mine, wa- washing dishes in a pub. Yeah, and then... Actually, was that yeah. actually, what pub? Yeah, the Angel on the Bridge in Henley on Thames. Really? Mm. You were washing dishes in Washing night. dishes. For, like, I did since I was like 14 or 15. And then Kags, you also working in a pub as well? It was Yeah, the Rose. And then also babysitting. And then also, do you remember when re- recruitment companies, when you'd be like a waiter and you'd go to... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did that as well. I did that, yeah. got fired. Though. Yeah, why did you get fired? Oh, because you were... 
I don't what? know. I don't know. I was going. I, I, got I, was far, I was working at Wembley, and I like set up a sort of side business there. They were like, you can't reserve tables or anything like that. And I started to, and I'd like put champagne out and stuff. So all the like footy guys would come and like put. 50 quid in my pocket. So I know I was making a lot like of money. Like you're a stripper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just spraying money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I was taking it. I was just yeah. like getting the bottles ready. I was like, this is great. And then actually I got, I opened a beer after work and on site and they fired me. They, he fired you for that? For yeah. opening up a beer? After work. But then when he fired after me, work. he fired, and it was me and a friend of ours that you actually know. But he fired you and it. added you on Facebook afterwards. Something weird no, like that. No, he fired <laughs> us and he was like, you're busting, like took us off somewhere and we were walking behind him and we were kind of giggling because we like had this beer and as he was walking in front of us, he tripped up on a wire. <laughs> <laughs> we just like started laughing at him and then yeah, it was, there was no going back. That's that. the worst. We he tripped up. I would have gone up. Your fate was sealed. I would have gone <laughs> up. I would have gone up and run. I would have gone <laughs> and just ran. And I just had a freak out. I still remember to this day, it's one of, the fu- I, one of the funniest times ever I had in my life is when I was at Leeds University and when you went down into the the city centre there was a little road just past Leeds Met University and it had become solid ice because of the rain it was solid ice solid ice solid ice I was yeah. like what's solid ice yeah, so solid it's the, ice sorry it's, it's, it's the band it had become solid ice you know the band <laughs> it had become the band <laughs> but that, it had become solid ice and you know that black ice that you can get yeah <laughs> that you can get what like on the side of a road Where am I going to get some solid ice, black ice at this hour? Let's go see solid ice and get some black ice. I'm a solid ice. Um, <laughs> that's a different. Yeah, yeah you did. Now you're talking of like crack and things. That's where it's solid what? ice. Are you not? That's no. Not, why are you always thinking about so, crack? So, no. <laughs> anyway, we. I was and I was watching people walk across this solid ice. And, and honestly, I sat there for half an hour because people would walk down. You would see people with like huge files of books walk towards it. And you go, oh, here they go. And as they would walk across <laughs> it, they would just wipe out. <laughs> and it was honestly the funniest that thing. That really It funny. was the funniest thing. And every single time that you would go, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the hill watching them. Oh, oh God, the times. Uh, right, Kags, also what we like to do in the podcast is Francis gives us a question, okay? Yeah. It's called the question of the week and we try and answer it and he tells us in part two. It's very okay. simple. It's very cool. So, so I don't understand why you just don't have it in your own head. That's, that's what I don't understand. Have you put it on charge somewhere? Oh, here it is. Yeah, I got it. I got it. How many women <laughs> on earth <laughs> could um, you're not even reading your phone you're making this up as how many women on earth could you impregnate with one ejaculation <laughs> is this if you made this up is it actually in your phone no. I'm asking you okay one ejaculation alright so Kags you want to take control of this one yeah I mean a lot I'd say oh I mean um, I'm gonna go big okay. how are, oh, where are you thinking I'm thinking big as well <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking Jenny's real big. Yeah. Sounds so oh, creepy. I'm th- hey, hey, Kegs, I'm thinking real big. You think about this a lot, don't you, Jenny? <laughs> In my bedroom, I ponder how many women could I impregnate if I ejaculated? No, I, okay, I'm going to go big. I'll take it. I reckon 70 million. 70 million? Yeah. Kaggy? I wasn't going that big. Yeah. Oh my God. I reckon that big. Um. In theory, right? It's in theory. Well, yes, on the numbers, basically. Yeah. You've now changed your answer. You're going to say like 12. Uh, no, I was going to say like 100,000, but maybe it's... No, no, don't. Hey, don't. I could be completely wrong. I normally am. 
Well, you have more experience with this sort of thing. I don't have more experience of ejaculating. No, know. you do. You've, you impreg- you've impregnated quite a few. You definitely have more experience yeah, yeah. with ejaculating yeah. sperm than I do. Yeah, you've only just got your penis. How dare you say she has more of <laughs> Things have changed in the last couple of years. <laughs> we'll talk about that in part two. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I forgot. So, 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 wait, so hang on, here we go. So... How many of you guess? 100,000 or more? But now I want to put it up to 500,000. 500,000. 500,000. You said right. 70 million. I said 70 million. All right, ladies All right. and gentlemen. The answer will be revealed to you both in part two. Okay, guys, in part two, also stick around because we got Kagi. We're going to play her song, which we are so excited about. That's the reason why, you're, apart from hanging out with us, you know, we want to listen to this. I mean, the song is wicked. Thank it you, is. Jamie's fr- been so supportive of the song, dude. Anyway. I'm just. I can't. I couldn't be prouder of you. Like it, it's so. This is the thing which people like, like don't realize that it's. We're going to talk about this in part two, but it's so hard to do something like that for yourself. It really mm. is. It takes a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. People think it's easy, but if it was easy, everyone would. And do also it. to produce something that you are actually happy to share, right? Mm. Like because obviously music well, it is took something. A really long time to get to this point. To get yeah. to the point where you think it's like put good ready, enough, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, and you and you want to share it. Yeah. So hey, kids and older people who are listening to this all all ages all ages hey yes you actually terry if, if you think right now actually, hey yes you janet no hey. no look i was going to ask a question to our listeners if you think you are one of our oldest listeners we'd love to hear from you because we'd like to find out who our oldest listener is mm. all right yep <laughs> okay <laughs> good one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for that guys hey Slash i would hey if you want to hear more of francis banter stick around for part two we'll see you in a bit Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.